she is definitely something. She's something. She's <laughs> something. <laughs> it's zesty. 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 Mm-hmm. Welcome to Embracing the Wild. I'm Abby Pagoon. And I'm Audra Watley. And that's it, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what you're supposed to do? All done. Is there something else? <laughs> there are pitches and advertisements and all of that stuff? No, don't we don't do that. I don't think so. We don't do that. I don't it's know. fine. It's fine. Maybe someday, but I really just don't want to. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, like, is this, you know, and again, I know we've talked about this before, but oh my gosh, just the bombardment of text messages and emails and all the advertisements and i mean like my head's about to explode just from information overload of like even if i wanted to shop your sale i don't have the time the money or the patience for all the crap that's coming at me (laughs) you know what i'm figuring out is that like our society is almost creating an environment to which we are going to have to have personal assistance just to get regular shit done yep I, I'm, I, I am not lying when I say my business email gets more than 100 emails a day that I feel like I should do something with, and then my personal email gets more than 350 a day mm-hmm. that, you know, some of it's advertisement stuff, and a lot of it are things that I signed up for at some point, but it's just kind of like, I can't do five emails a week from the same company, exactly. much less five a day. Well, and my, my <laughs> thing is, is like, why in the hell would they do that? Thinking like, oh, that's going to bring me, like annoying the shit out of me well, is going to get me to like not go there. Well, and I, I really think that it comes down Unless to, it's Kroger. you know, their, their mindset is... If I show up in their email box enough, they'll remember me. And I'm like, no. Right. It's like, the, you know, the obnoxious salesperson. I'm going to turn and walk the other way. And the more and the harder they try to sell me, I'm going to be like, yeah, no. no but I'm going to go find someone else that doesn't annoy the hell out of me. Don't you get more excited about the emails of like, you know, like one of my favorite people that I like to watch on YouTube just for like motivational awareness. When he does it monthly, I'm counting down who when his stuff comes up and I'll like I go out looking and searching for those things rather than because and I mean like there is an email an auto- automated email to notify when like new materials up and whatnot but at the same time it's like once ever like once, once a, a month a, yeah it's like once or twice a month and that's it and it's yeah. like you know what thank you so much like thank you so much because it's not annoying you're not like poking the bear and I don't know about you, but like the more you poke the bear, that's when the grizzly comes out. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've been a little irritable. Embrace today. the wild. Miko was don't making me be crazy the wild. earlier. Miko. And I was just like, you've got to stop. You've got to, st- you've got to stop. <laughs> Well, I funny. have things to do and I can't get them done. That's she's funny. Like, that you must, we, must, we must be on something because, like, Rudy was even saying I was acting weird this morning. Yeah. Which, I mean, and then, like, I, you know, I didn't, I could feel a little bit, but at the same time, I, like, didn't really. But then it was, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, getting gas for the lawnmower today really presented where I was different because <laughs> I got to the gas station. I pulled out the tank, like the, the big red tank thing or whatever, the gal, the five gallon jug holder or whatever. And so I put my card in and I did the like, you know, the Costco, like scan your card, put your card in, do the code, blah, 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 whatever. Pulled the thing out, stuck it into the thing, trying to do it. And it's going click, 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 
click, like it's not, it's not there. And I'm like, did my, did I get the wrong pump? Like what's happening? So I did it, like it shut off. I had to redo. And then I tried it again. Couldn't get it. Then I'm like, okay, that's weird. So then the person on the other side had left. So then I went on the other side, did the same thing. Still couldn't get it to work. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like I just, it's gas. Like why, why is this not doing a thing? So then I decided to call my husband and say, hey, is there like a secret like that I'm missing? Like because it's at uh, like the spout is at the ground that it's not working. Like, you know, like it only works if it's up four feet off the ground or whatever, which would be stupid. And I don't know how <laughs> that the tube would be able to do that. And he's like, well, yeah, honey, it's got there's a protective thing. At first he asked. Oh, do you know why that's not working? I'm like, no, could you please enlighten me? Like, you know, like, please educate me, whatever. He's like, do you want me to do it? I'll, I'll come over there. I'll go do it for you. And I'm like, why would I want to sit and wait for four minutes when I was like, I just need help. Can you tell just me? tell me how. Yeah. And so then he finally tells me how, because I guess the neck thing has to ha- feel pressure in order for it, it's a safety mechanism. Which is dumb, because if the, if the thingy's all the way in, it shuts off too soon, and it doesn't fill up those little containers. Exactly. But whatever. Whatever. So, <laughs> the good thing is, is that I got it, I got in the car, and I was like, yay, me, I did it. But I was like, I mean, just, Rudy's trying to do his best, trying to help me from a distance, but I'm just like snippy. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm a little gripey and whatever, and he's like, are you okay? And I'm just like... I just, just know. I'm just, I'm like, I, this isn't that hard. It doesn't take a lot of brain power, but for some reason, that was like 15 minutes of my life that I felt stupid. Yeah. I, you know, I was trying to make a pie chart thing on PowerPoint through Excel, something or other earlier today, and I dinked around with it for probably at least an hour and finally was just like screw it i'm gonna go create it on canva because <laughs> i can't do this i and it, it wouldn't respond to like and and then it would take the data somewhere else and it would do something else and when i figured out that i could do it on canva it's way prettier it turned out amazing yeah. right oh, but i was just like i you know i sometimes i feel like technology left me behind in like you know 2005 i i don't even really know i don't think it's that i think that there's so (laughs) many upgrades all the time especially with like word and excel programs and all of that stuff they change the layout and then they hid the buttons that used to be presentable so like when you used to make stuff they would have them all laid out now you have to go searching for them they categorize it like whatever and it's way it's like everyone keeps upgrading their stuff Right when you got used to it and it's functional and you can actually do it, mm-hmm. they change stuff. Yeah. Like the same thing happened with like TikTok. Before you used to be able to go on like the homepage and you used to be able to look for categories of things. So you could say, you know what, I do want to see political things or I do want to see puppies or <laughs> adventuristic or scenic views or whatever. And you used to have categories where you could actually go in and click in the categories and they would have like all these different like subcategories and it was great because you like it gave you more of that feel and now they took it away and i'm like i i don't want you to take it away because i like i really like the boxes it worked really really well before right (laughs) and no no now they're like now it's like the ones that are on your stream are like the most popular ones or whatever and it's like i don't really give a shit about girls just their booty 
of the camera or, you yeah. know, just weird stuff. And I do get a lot of like... I wish there was like a, I'm not mainstream button. Right. <laughs> Can you please just show me the things that I'm interested in? I'm a simpleton, and not please. what everyone else thinks that I should see because, well, they liked it. Or a button that just says, I'm different. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. I'm special. Don't, Don't feed me. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> I wish they did stuff like that. But it's like, and I don't, if you and I feel that way, then what do the kids feel like? Constantly oh being bombarded with material after material, pitch after pitch. No wonder kids, like, it's like companies are smart to attack them when they're young, when they're on their phones and, like, send them all these, like, advertisements and all these different things because they're just brainwashing them. And, I mean, like, and then they'll be, you know, customers for life i guess i don't know but like you know when you're not i i hope not well, that generation cancels everything that's true <laughs> well but you know what i do find i what i do find interesting is that even though the generation's canceling everybody out they still want like genuine things they want they don't want petty bullshit and that at least to me like gives me hope for the future right because there is some, like, there's wholesomeness that they're looking for, and they don't, and when someone's shady, they're like, I don't want to, I don't want to buy stuff from them, they're shady, or I don't like their style, because they're, they're just all about material, and whatever, like, they, they, there's like a cleaner cut to the core that didn't really exist when we were, like, being raised, you know what I'm saying, like, we'd have pretentiousness, and the superficial things, and whatever, and then you had to like take the layers off to get to know somebody a little bit more in depth in order to understand them. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like that generation does just cut straight for the core sometimes, which is refreshing. Yeah. I, I think I was probably like that, but then I got so programmed away from it because people would be like awkward much. <laughs> be like, Oh, yeah, I guess I'm not supposed to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> I say all the things, right? And, but well, I, but, but usually but my response. I mean, it's kind of like you know that's that really is the difference. And I mean, I I was raised in a small town and southern and all sorts of things. So you know, there were certain things that little girls did and certain things that little girls didn't, right. kind of thing. You know, which you know you came along ten years later and that wasn't quite as bad. I mean, <laughs> you might get little ladyed every now and then here, but. Oh, probably, there was there was very much there was time and place. Yeah, it was time and place and appropriate behavior. Yeah. So I got a lot of the um, and I was very much shunned for my outwardly vocal uh, bluntness, to which is part of why I have a career <laughs> that I do today. <laughs> so jokes on you, people! Like you know, but it, there was you know there was a sophistication towards. Like, or I guess a sophisticated expectation should right. be the right way to say that. Yeah. That, you know, there was, you know, a pro- proper attire and the proper event and the, you know, the way you do things. So it would be, you know, like, oh, if a wedding was at 10 o'clock versus 6 o'clock, there's a, you know, you make sure that it's like, okay, well, this is casual. Oh, nope, the wedding's at 5. That's at sundown. It's black tie. Like, you know, like there's, there's certain things that, we was just expected you to know and i was the kid that you know always wanted to wear my sneakers with the dress so i could run 
um, <laughs> which I didn't know how to tie my shoes. So I just like wrapped them around my ankles and like, and did knots on my ankles, like, because I, you know, hadn't learned how to tie the shoe yet. But then at the same time, I was also the kid that God awful, like had these smock dresses. My grandmother bought me these smock dresses that, um, and I called they're smock dresses cause they have like a panel that's in front of your chest so like it attaches to the top of the shoulder and it goes down and if you swing on a swing the thing fucking blows in your face and like it just the smock just right right up in your face and i freaking hated that thing and you couldn't it wasn't long enough to tuck on the side of your armpit like it just like you just got shit in the face all the time and so it was very annoying and back then that's when boys you know they would tease you if you were at the top of the slide they could see up your dress or whatever so I was the girl that created started the spandex shorts underneath dresses um and then all of my girlfriends would be like oh my god I gotta do that too so we would always have we didn't have spandex yet yeah (laughs) it was the 80s I was wearing my little like you know pull on 100% cotton shorts (laughs) underneath my dresses. When did spandex come out? I don't know. You might have to Google it. Oh, yeah. I don't. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, but that I mean, like that's kind of like I always showed up the way I was supposed to Mm and did what I was like, and I'd be pissing and moaning about it left and right. But at the same time, it's still you still did what was expected. But then, you know, I was the odd, I always felt like the odd person and the odd, the oddball. Yeah, I do too. But, <laughs> but my real question is, is like, how many people in a family actually feel like that? How many people actually do feel like, not, not saying that they don't belong, but just feel like they're different from their family? I think probably everybody probably does feel that way to some degree. You know, I, I think that some people are more aware of it than others. Um, and, it, you know, especially being in my family, my dad, my family, my dad was absolutely the black sheep of his family. He decided, I'm not going to take that. I'm going to change the pattern. I'm not going to be what my family was, which, you know, when you're right. raised by two alcoholic parents and, right. you know, with some level of abuse or whatever else, it's like he didn't want any of that for his future. Yeah. And so he always version. identified as the black sheep of the family. Right. Well, you know. But in a really black, but see, black but sheep a, normally has a negative connotation. But in this. I was going to say my family never did for that reason. Right. right. <laughs> you know, being different was actually to be better, not to. Right. Which right. most people would I like with black sheep or the odd person out has always been a negative with ours. And so, which actually, even my, I have an aunt who, wonderful, wonderful personality, super friendly, very compact, like always, you know, wants to do and help and be and whatever and very social. And um, she's divorced from my uncle now. So, but she's, I mean, like she's always, she's just a doer. She's a busy bee. She's a, she's a busybody. And that's just what she is. And she doesn't get into the hullabaloo of gossip and like all of that stuff like most busy bodies kind of would be. But she she just likes to do. And her kids, she's also like they kind of adapted that kind of behavior. Well, in our family, we like to sit and have privacy fences and things of that nature. And so that was always a very strong con- conflict with my grandmother and my aunt. Right. You know, because, you know, it was like, she was always trying to do more or push for more, 
which she was doing it out of the compassion and care for of her heart. But then, you know, when it came down to like my grandmother, you know, like it, she didn't want, she didn't want that. She didn't want the disruption. It was too much. It was chaotic or whatever. Then it, what was sad was that I always wonder if the two of them actually could understand, like, you know, respecting their space or their processes. One, would the feuding have stopped? And two, would my aunt and uncle's relationship actually have lasted? You know, because it was years of years that she had to tolerate, you know, my grandmother not liking her and um and having a really hard time just with their personalities just clashed it was just like a freaking bomb and the thing in my grandmother was never like of a nasty sort she was always very well composed very quiet you know and she didn't really go for stings but at the same time the two of them i just oil and water oh yeah and it (laughs) well and it and they and i like what both of them such great women but it's just so funny because it was like you know poor aunt pat you know she was just like it wasn't it wasn't her fault yeah it wasn't it wasn't either of their faults it was just oil and water yeah oil and water Hmm. What'd you find? Did you look it up? I did look it up. Spandex. So, by the so it was actually created in 1959, but it didn't become popular until the 80s when the fitness trend had reached its height by popularity and fashionistas fashionistas began wearing shorts on the street. Shorts on the street. Yeah. Ah! Spandex <laughs> proved such a popular fiber in the garment industry that by 1987, Dupont had trouble meeting their worldwide demand. <laughs> DuPont. Yes. It's funny. So I was going to say, by that time, I was I was probably in high school. And the only time that in we In 87? Really, I, yeah, I was going into high school. I was three. I know. <laughs> I was like... That yeah, is why yeah. I could not tie my shoe. <laughs> I was going to say, I was... I Wearing my stupid smock dresses in my tennis shoes. Yeah, I would have been headed into high school that next year or so, or that fall. Yeah, I like. But I, I think you, the you know, dresses like we wore. We wore like the biker shorts or whatever underneath mm-hmm. our um, soccer uniforms, so that you know your your shorts didn't fly up because they had the big kind yeah. of like poofy shorts. Totally. <laughs> well, I remember, and even in high school, with like. You know, with basketball and stuff. Like, well, that was back in the day where you know, these damn kids, they get freaking new uniforms like every freaking year. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? Like, I don't know how the hell that even happens. But I, we I, were I, back in the day where you had... Big school districts. Yeah. Well, we had the, you know, the hand-me-down. The hand-me-down oh, yeah. ones were, it, they just ranky smell bad. Like, they <laughs> just smell like, they smell like 30 years of sweat. And, and then they're like triple layered because you, you know, like they, oh, and you can have to flip them inside out and whatever. And they just like, they don't fit anybody right. And they look stupid and bad and whatever. And we would have to wear spandex shorts underneath like our basketball shorts because they would be so freaking like roomy and big that you just like, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. And yeah, but that was back in the day when, you know, you, we didn't get we didn't get new uniforms every year, but we had some new Earth stuff throughout, um, and it was really kind of cool. I mean, mostly I played soccer in high school, um, 
And my freshman year of high school was the first year that we even had soccer as a program. So all Ooh. of our stuff was new. Cool. But we wore the same uniforms from our freshman year all the way to our senior year. Yeah, but so the, at least it went my, with you. I had the same number. like <laughs> Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Which is totally fine. Yeah. Which I, I totally would have been happy with that. I mean, we did end up getting new uniforms at some point. But it was like, you know, like they would get a set of new uniforms like for... They, it's like they picked a team to get new uniforms each at each year. Yeah. And so, like, it wasn't everybody, but, you know, it was it was what it was. Yeah. And it... I mean, it was fine. And then now, I think, like, these kids, it's like... I think they get to just keep their uniforms. No. I don't know if that's true, but no, I, it feels I like it. I don't I, know. I, I, we I need do. to go talk to a random child. Yeah, I just, probably do have some sweats from my high school career right? but i don't have any uniforms i mean okay. other than my cheerleading ones which we had to buy anyway the warm-up pants we had the warm-up pants do you remember when the snap pants were so cool do you remember those we didn't have snap okay pants. we will snap pa- <laughs> snap pants started up we should look that up and find out when snap pants came in because <laughs> i'm like i don't even know what snap pants are oh so. you're kidding me are you serious the <laughs> basketball okay like what's the harlem gold gold globe trotters globe why does that sound weird to me Harlem Go- Globe Trotters. That's weird, but I haven't said those words in a long time. But yeah. do you remember when they used to, well, they used to come out and do their thing or whatever, but they had warm-ups and they had oh, basketball so snap, snap pants. Yeah. yeah. And so we, we, I think I was in seventh or eighth grade when snap pants were like huge. And so mm-hmm. we would have these snap pants and you do your warm-up and everything. And then when you were done, you just unsnapped your pants. And they were like the freaking coolest thing ever. They were amazing. Wow. It was so good. Would you like to come sit on my lap? Come sit on my lap, Miko. Come join. Can yeah, you say hello were, to the people? They were popular in the 90s. It was a 90s trend. That's why. <laughs> it was a 90s trend. Yeah, right? it was a 90s trend. I was in college. Because I was like 10. Yeah. 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 Was, yep. But, I mean, I had ski pants like that, but they didn't snap. They zipped. All the way up and down. They were Ooh, awesome. They, that, would, that, would, that would hurt if it pinched your leg, wouldn't it? Oh, I have blue jeans on underneath. Oh. Ski pants, right? Oh, right, 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 right. Like, Ski, okay. Yeah. Layers. Like, layers. It's all about the layers. Well, yeah. I mean, and that was a way we could wear our... That's not for you. That's, that's for me. Yours. That's for me. See, it goes on that side. Yeah. How are you today, Miko? What would you like to say to the people? She says... Mommy got mad at me because cause I was and scratching at her and all kinds of things. And she only halfway took me for a walk because she said it was too cold outside. And, <laughs> and I just want to play. And I just want to go run and run and I run. I want to play and I want to play and I want to eat my stinky stick. And I just want to have fun because that's what Sundays are supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. Right? Sundays. Yeah. Sundays are my day for cooking for the week and meal planning best I can and doing laundry if it's not done already and trying to create slides and I can't even slide think. presentations. Uh, no, I can't do that. My I, brain that's is a Monday like, for me. Well, I'll do like all the house chores and I'll do all the things and then today was I even... I have a few hours on Monday mornings. Otherwise, I have office time and i can't get anything done at the office so right well I mean, that's the thing it's when you go straight into the work rate and then you have client after client there's not a lot of sit down time to do any of this stuff which then sundays would be a great day for that except i have all the laundry to do and all the different things and then yeah. today 
I, last week I started the I did the lawn mowing. I was like last cut of the year before the winter comes. Woohoo! And I'm like, and, and I, I just let it die. Couldn't finish. <laughs> I couldn't finish. I finished everything except for that top part of the hill. So then I finally went and had my my experience with the gas tank where I was an idiot and couldn't get leaving gas into the little tank. And then as soon as I got home, I was like, okay, right before the sun goes down, I can at least go outside and finish that last patch. And what ended up happening is I had to put all the like lawn chairs, like all the all the furniture back and all the different things, including like so then the hose is out. And so I'm like, you know what, let's curl up the hose so that it's nice and in its circle. Except unbeknownst to me, I did not realize that, you know, poop had gotten wrapped like oh, brushed into the freaking hose so then i'm wrapping the hose around and then i'm noticing i've got shit on my hand and like on my jacket and i'm like ah oh, crap like literally <laughs> and so i'm like so and i'm still trying to do this so i'm like finishing this and then of course you know rudy comes home and i i'm like leaving and i'm like honey you shouldn't come out here and then he's like why and i'm like because you'll be like Bleh. like because that's how he reacts to like anything poop or vomit or whatever and so then and like poor guy thought i was just being disregarding him he thought i was like you know brushing him off and not wanting help or being like difficult and i was like no i'm trying to save you save yourself from the shit like <laughs> And it was just like, why did you roll? Did you roll the lawnmower and poop? I'm like, honey, it's much worse than that. There's just no, just yeah, just be, just go, just go. I'm saving you. And then well, I came in. It was the water hose, so you could wash the water hose off with the water hose. <laughs> I know, but I like part of me almost wanted to just douse my entire body with the hose, yeah, like because like, it's it was really just shower time. Now, yeah, it, right. The, but it was so cold outside, so you couldn't really do anything. Right, but. But I did realize that I think it's really important for a lot of people, especially right now with all the chaos of the holidays and chaos with having to get the family members. Sometimes, sometimes they're like, we get that funky little, ugh, like, a, you know, you start feeling a little funky, not just about yourself, but even about, you know, having to do certain things or whatever. And I think we could just solve a lot of things if we just like listed out our bios on like things that we've done, where you are, accomplishments that you've 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 had over the years and just write that shit out because I had to do an email today where I got to I basically had to write like a mini bio. And damn, I I've done a lot of shit, man. Like after I listed things, I was like it was highly highly impressive and I'm like Wow, I should just like look at my bio every day so I can feel good about myself. You know, it's really funny when I, I and I don't know if it's just because I'm like, I don't know. I, I I don't put that much importance on that sort of stuff, and so it's like I forget things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, I've got all these degrees, but eh. <laughs> you know, what have I done? <laughs> well, that's my point. Is it like I seriously? I've been like having hard times because I, you know. I'm, like a lot of my developmental things with work have been kind of in a standstill and it's not that they're not being developed it's just that I'm not I now have to have other people finish their work to have a completed thing and when I have to do that I'm not used to doing that because I'm used to doing it myself and I'm not having to rely on other people to follow through and get their shit done and it's all fine and good, and I'm sure that there's tons going on, but it's like because I don't see it, you start feeling like you're stagnant and in the same rut or the same place, 
And so then you start going, wah, wah, like same old day, same old thing, just a different day or whatever. Yeah. And so I've been kind of in that little like stagnant funk of like, where's my life going? What's going to happen next or blah, blah, blah. And I've opened myself up to the universe and great things have happened and amazing discoveries of, you know, me really pay, channeling in and paying attention to what the universe is trying to align with you, like ridding yourselves of past traumas and really going through the whole healing of just making sure you get rid of those stupid random quirks that we do, right? And so when I basically like the last four years have been extremely transformational one year after the next. And with those last four years, you know, I'm like, oh, wow, okay, I've done so many things. But the really cool thing is, is that the shit is coming forward that I never thought like ever possible. It was like all the work that I've done in the last four years is setting me up for the future stuff to come, right. which is so freaking cool because you don't ever think of it while you're in the midst of doing. Right. Well, and two, it's like, you know, sometimes doing looks like, well, tried that, that didn't work. Well, tried that, that didn't work. Well, tried that, that didn't work. And so, you know, it, it is kind of easy sometimes to get down on yourself for all the crap that you failed at when the reality is it's like the faster you fail at things, the faster you succeed. Right. Because it's like it's the people that get stopped by, you know, that one failure or the, you know, the little things, the small failures of whatever that, you know, what whatever didn't work. Great. I mean, don't get stopped there. It's like, just run through them. Because like I said, the faster you get through, like, that doesn't work, this doesn't work, that doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, that right. doesn't work. You know, the faster you get through those, the more successful you become. Right. And I, what I really like is that a lot of the blockages, the reason why the blockages happened was because there was there was an error or there was a gap that wasn't fulfilled mm -hmm. and that needed attention and it's so easily to overlook those types of things until that blockage comes up and then you're like oh crap that that i can't yeah, why do i keep attracting this i can't do that yeah, <laughs> yeah right oh oh there's the right. limiting belief got it right which yes. the really cool thing even more so from this week is that leading with the like okay, all these four years have been so transformational every single year. And then it's like, okay, and then even like this year with losing the weight and getting finally getting, you know, my six-year-old pounds off of me, you know, because <laughs> you know, like you just, I'm like watching that kid and I'm like, you're too big for me to be excusing this. And I like, we need to get rid of this, which then opened up my closet because I had taken all the clothes that didn't fit me and put them into storage bags because I was like, you know what? At some point you will have fit into these again. What, what do you have? And you know what? I did not realize one, I had a freaking ton of clothes that, and they were good clothes. And two, a lot of them are like perfect for like speaking engagements and like the new stuff coming forward in the future. And I'm like, holy shit, like how cool are you universe to just set all the stuff up? And then, and then I wonder, how does the universe look at me? And they're like, oh, little Abby, it's okay. Ha 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 ha. You just, <laughs> you're fun to watch. Like, <laughs> just, just sitting there being stupid with a gas can. Like, figure it out, idiot. Like, <laughs> that didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> think, think. 
Ding, ding. I swear. Yeah. I swear. It's okay. I, you know, I, I was at Costco the other day trying to get gas, and I don't know what it was. I put my card in three times. Mm-hmm. Same sort of thing. Finally, I just drove around to a different pump because I just decided that that one didn't work for some reason. It didn't whatever like reason. you. It didn't like me. Well, there were several. Well, there were several pumps that had the the cones the cone and the, in front the, of the thing, so it must have been one of those. I don't know, but ugh, I was just like, ah, because you know, anymore, it's like I can't get there when it's not crazy busy. So you have to wait in line to mm-hmm. actually get to a pump, and then for it not to work. <laughs> And right. there's like, and it's not like there's anybody out there to actually help you. I mean, I suppose there's somebody that's supposed to be out there, but there was somebody out there. But like, you know, Rudy was really he, he was making fun of me. He was like, "Oh man, that must you must have been just delightfully entertaining to watch trying to figure out this thing or whatever." And I'm like, to be perfectly honest, I looked around thinking the same thing, and no one was actually paying attention because, like you and I, they're over consumed. They're yes. over dedicated. They're over all of that stuff. And what's even more important to pay attention to is that like with all the COVID stuff in the past, the greatest thing that happened is that people started cutting waste, wasted time, wasted commitments, things that were keeping them too busy that wasn't important. And then, oh, that's fantastic. We just opened up all the space because now actually you have so much other shit to deal with that actually is important and in your face constantly all the time. Yeah. It's a lot. I was going to say, I miss in-person conferences. You know, I finally had yes. one. I guess it was, when was it? Last weekend? I don't even remember now. It's yes. like I miss, like, human beings, being in a room with human beings learning or talking People about something that People existing together. Me, right? You know, it's like I, I miss, like, the that because, oh, my gosh. I mean, if I have... You know, I was talking about there's 150 emails that come into my business email a day. I would say probably 50 of those mm-hmm. are webinars to watch. And I'm like, uh-uh. who has 50 hours a day Mm-mm. to watch webinars? No one. So, you know, then you have to be like, yep, yeah, delete, delete, delete. Oh, I might want to watch that someday. But my email is now filled with files of someday webinars that are never going to happen. And so... <laughs> I have two videos I, that you sent... That I still have yet to watch, even though I play a lot of my stuff, I will play in the car. Like I'll get, I'll get, if it's a YouTube or a podcast or something or whatever, but it's like at the end of the day, I might've been able to watch one full thing in, in little little, tiny things, but I'm like, there is no time to do any of this. And I can't even imagine the people that are actually having to, you know, go through you know, the work line, the, you know, the traffic, right. traffic jams and whatever. And then they get, finally get, okay, yeah, they have time then to listen yeah. to stuff. Then they get to work and then they're committed from nine to five or nine to seven or whatever. And then they come home. Yeah. How are they supposed to be doing anything? Yeah. They I, can't I, be. I, I don't even know. I mean, they watch it in their 30 minute to hour commute and, or they listen to it, I, I should say. You know, and and that's one thing, like, in my coursework that I'm developing, it's like I'm trying really hard to keep 20 to 30, you know, 15 to 30-minute bits so that somebody can do them right in the car on the way to the office because, you know, where we live, honestly, it's like if you can get there in 15 to 30 minutes, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, because most of the time it's, it's, yeah. It's like 30 minutes for sure. But the really nice thing is that at least, you know, like, people are are really – paying attention to time but what's i find fascinating is that 
it is hard to put a lot of information in to 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, and so you just have to, you know, pick the one thing you that you're going to... You straight to the freaking point. I was going to say, the, you know, the one thing that you want to talk about or give enough information on that it, that it spikes somebody's curiosity to, right. you know, ask questions or, you know, do a deep dive later. Which is, yeah, you because, have to. Yeah, I was going to say, otherwise it's just not... Well, and I don't know about you, but, like, I feel like a lot of people are so, you know... One thing that has been beneficial, like I miss conferences, I miss people like being in the same room, but a lot of people, they like that they're saving time on the travel and that they don't have to, and they can be in the comfort of their own home. But it's different after a while, it's just staring at a freaking screen, man, is just awful. And you feel gross. I mean, like, I don't know about you, but I've noticed that the more, like I have to schedule a time to do work, sit down at a desk, actually be on the computer and when i've been on a computer for more than two hours i feel like poo yeah like my brain is like sludge my eyes are like get me out of here because i like you know and it's just like and you're in the zone but i always have music on i always have like something to kind of like help keep me like keep pep in my step and keep me focused Mm -hmm. but to be perfectly honest it's like it's draining it is absolutely draining to commit that type of focus time in and time out and i feel bad for people that that's their job yeah because and why can't we have more compassion if we understand how we feel when we like that then why can't we be more compassionate to while why people are cranky outside yeah i used to work like 8 to 4 30 with a 30 minute lunch at a computer desk you really couldn't leave um, you know, for, I mean, you could walk down to the cafeteria and get food and, you know, inhale it before you came back. Cause you only had a 30 minute break kind of thing. But at the same time, it was just like, I, you know, that's why we have such a problem with sedentary jobs is, you know, it's why we have such a problem with bodies is because of the sedentary jobs. Right. right. It's like, and, and they're not designed for people to, you know, get up and move or, twist the rack or anything and i mean even if you have ergonomic everything it right. still is just bad for your body to sit and do nothing right um even if your brain's running 90 miles an hour it's like we were never meant to be in a space of thinking and seeing and doing with our head right eight hours a day ever why, we why, weren't designed that way why do you think the world has like devolved almost, to that yes I mean, it reminds it's, me it's of where the... the it's, where, it's where value has been placed. Okay. You know, and, and it's one of those things where, you know, people are treated as a commodity. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like they're valued for their production. And if their production is in front of a computer, well, you know, you're basically chained to it all day long. Right. Um, well, and I find... It always reminds me of... Do you remember the movie Wally? Wally, Wally, I like, I love that with the little computer, the little, like he was a trash, com, like he was a trash condenser. Yeah. Right. I like where he so. put stuff in it's and squish it and spit it out and yeah. whatever. And like, and I loved that, like that movie really just, I mean, it made you sad because, you know, you know, the world was not inhabitable. And so therefore everyone's living in outer space or whatever waiting for earth to become habitable again and 
like when they're up there everyone's in their chair zoned out like just sitting there getting chubbier and chubbier just eating food and looking at a screen having a screen in their like robotic chair that moves them from right. one place to the next and it just like you when you watch that movie it's like yeah we we haven't got we've gotten so far away from you know at the very end of it where they're planting the you know the life source right mm -hmm. and they finally like plant a plant and it's just like we've gotten so much farther away from those types of thing and it's like it's life yeah. we need to be choosing life right and you know it's one of those things where it's like even you know, it's like I love planting things and growing things. It's like mm -hmm. I love growing my own food, even if I'm not. Feels so at magical, it, right? You know, it's like I, I love eating things that I grew, and I'm like, oh, look, I made this. Literally, it's so tasty. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and it tastes better, and you know, it just gives you a sense of satisfaction that we do that. Um, and I love the feeling of when I've actually worked hard out. Not, I mean, and to me, it's not even like hard, right? But when I've moved paving stones or if I've done something right it's like right. I, if physically accomplished yeah. something physically outside of my house then you know I just feel good about myself it's like yeah. I feel like I've accomplished something even if it was only like 30 minutes or an hour yeah right you know and so I I don't know I have that too it's and like I, we live in the world where it's kind of like oh most people pay somebody else to do that and I'm like no and no I don't want to do that eight hours a day for someone else but at the same time it's kind of like right. you know why why have we gotten so far away from, you know, those things that get you grounded, you know, right. putting your hands in the dirt to get grounded, you know, and the things that bring you some level of joy. Like for me, it's like having flowers that bloom. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, look, it's, oh, it's a baby. And like, oh, pretty, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's fun. It's fun to watch and see it change over time. And there's right. this, there's this admiration that you feel while watching things develop and watching them from the start to the finish and what you know it's yeah. like it's even watching like you know your child like it you know i was looking at kai today because and i'm just like holy crap he's so big like and you know my daughter's like no he's still tiny and i'm like yeah but in comparison to where he was before he's like huge like you know and it's and it's great just watching his little personality evolve and grow over time. And, like, he does this weird bobblehead thing when he's lecturing you that's just hilarious. <laughs> that you just don't – and you're like, where did this personality even come from? It's, like, the same thing with our plants. Like, when you plant it, you don't know if they're going to come into fruition. And then, some like, sometimes you can plant them and it's, like, two years, nothing. And then all of a sudden, boom, you they all just showed like, up. Where would that come from? And yeah, oh, exactly. And you're that. like, oh, I forgot I planted I that. I laugh so hard because one of my friends has got had gotten one of those amaryllis bulbs okay. one year. Yeah. And, you know, she planted it somewhere in her backyard. And, um, you know, apparently the squirrels got it or whatever else. Oh. And she had no idea where it went to. Right. And then, like, two or three years later, it started sprouting over in the window box in I front of her that. kitchen. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Because like, the squirrel oh, totally, like. There it is. <laughs> That's so funny. That happened to us with um, uh, we had zucchini. Yeah. So like I don't know if the birds had like eaten the seeds and then like pooped them out, but like we randomly had zucchini 
just growing randomly in the middle of the yard. And instead of <laughs> mowing it over, I decided, you know no, what? Just let it grow. We're just going to see how far this gets. But then, of course, as soon as it started smelling good, the dogs ate it. So then yeah. I was like, mother trucker. Like, come on. Like, what is going on? But they're like, hey, she didn't put a fence around this one. I, it's for us. Like, yeah. yum. Freaking dogs. <laughs> But it's so I it's it's so amazing. Say, Miko doesn't eat stuff out of the garden, but she will get up there and dig if I'm digging. Oh, really? Like if I'm digging, she gets up there. She and wants, she to, wants help. to dig too. She helps. Oh, does she know how to like push it back? <laughs> no. Like is like a plant thing? <laughs> like, okay. No. Okay. She just likes to dig. She just yeah. She's I call it a healthy helper. Okay. <laughs> she's my healthy helper. She's a happy helper. Yeah. That's... When I tore them out one year, you know the the black stuff that you put on the ground when you're doing like. Flower yeah, I don't like that stuff. Anyway, I don't love it. And the, you know, grass like binds it in or whatever. Yeah, else. I don't so like it's a those. real pain to pull up. So, you know, when I was undoing the bed several years ago, and she was probably, oh, maybe nine months at the time, I would, you know, grab hold of one corner and like start pulling. And then she'd grab hold of the other corner and she'd be pulling too. Oh <laughs> my gosh. So cute. I was like, it was really a shame somebody didn't have a video of her helping me. But see, but see, that's the thing, though, is that, like, the time that you put into even our dogs and our puppies, like, you know, like, when you first get them as babies and how they grow and evolve over time, we get this amazing opportunity to watch that and embrace it. So why in the hell do we want to sit on a screen where there's, like, nothing going on? You know, like, even people that are stuck on their video gaming, like, every single day, there's so much life that's passing them by. And, you know, like, oh, by all means, I love a video game here and there or whatever, but I'm not going to have it become an obsession of something I constantly am doing that it's taking away from my creative flow or it's take, you know, you feel bogged down, you feel bogged down, you lose your, a sense of your creativity and you lose like that, you know, like, I don't know, the wondrousness. Right. You know, and I think that we're so dependent on as a culture, it's very unfortunate. Maybe even as a world, right? Is that, you know, people that have all of the stuff that we have and the TVs and the, you know, TV time and all of that, you know, people are so living their life experiences from the screen and from them, in front of them, instead of actually having their own. Right. Right. You know, it's like they're so dependent on someone else's drama and someone else's, you know, storyline that... They get so involved in what's on TV that they don't even create their own stuff. Their own stories. And, you know, and you're, I know you're not saying that as like, <laughs> like some of our favorite you know shows that we like to watch has like the one person that's sleeping around doing crazy things or you know like people that are manipulative and whatever. And it's not saying go, go out, go, go, screw shit up. Like no, it's yeah, not. No. It's, it's like go experience, go like live. And right. my like, it's amazing because I think I constantly think of like today's younger generation today with a lot of the anxieties and like you know it's like do you remember back in the day when we were not alive but by history tells us how they didn't have cars so when people had to get places they walked seven eight twenty miles from one place to the next or they got on their horse and buggy and they went to those places they went to the grocery store and it took them the whole freaking day like right. that was what they did. Yeah. Going and, into the town was a journey. Right. Right. And like, but that's the thing is that they went and they experienced and they might have like 
gotten, you know, tripped in a mud hole or, you know, like whatever. And then they had to still walk across like miles with a, with a twisted ankle or whatever. And they, there's all this experience that's happened just from doing that. And today you can't even get someone to walk across a football field. <laughs> yeah. Because like, well, or across the parking lot, they're yeah. gonna like hover at that first parking spot until somebody actually leaves. Right. <laughs> well, and I, well, and I even like you know even even just even considering like okay future future things coming forward, doing speaking engagements or whatever, and going to remote areas, and I'm like, holy crap, I'd have to like leave the house, like you know, and just having that. The first thought of panic, and then you're like, "Oh, you'll be fine." Like <laughs> it's not an issue, but at the same time, it's like there's a wondrousness that I love, and I can't wait to experience. But at the same time, we've been programmed into not jumping into the wonder. Right. We've been programmed to to be like. Leaving the house is panic. Leaving the house is fear. Or leaving, like, you have to have your car. You have to have your freaking phone. Well, back in the day, we didn't have phones. We didn't, you know, someone was coming to see you, and it took them 10 hours to get to you. Well, they didn't call you because they didn't have phones. So they drove. And when they got there, they got there. And we, we need to get back to doing a little bit more of that. Because, I mean, even parents today, they can't have their kids without their phones tracking where they are and what's going on. And so, like, yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine if my parents were tracking me when I was a kid. I would just go for a drive. I mean, I would go to the grocery store. Right. And I would go get whatever they needed. But then I literally would just drive for 30, 45 minutes because I just needed to be out and away. Right, which yeah. that's what you were supposed to do when you're a kid. Yeah. Because you're trying to figure out who you are as an individual and you're experiencing things to, you know, go with the flow and figure say, out what they would have been tracking me, they'd been calling me like, What are you doing all the way over there? Now I will tell you it did come in handy because my son, we we don't necessarily like lending our car to him yeah. when, before he, you know, yeah. got his new vehicle, but you know, if he had we would send him occasionally like to the grocery store or whatever, but you know, my, my son's kind of one of those where you ask him to go do something for you. And instead of go doing that whole, like go and do seven other things first. And so the only thing that was really great is that we're like, Hey, can you go to the store and get blah, blah, blah. Oh, sure. No problem. Like, you're going to actually let me drive your car. I'm like, yeah. Like, cause we'll be like, mm, he's a terrible driver. And so we, <laughs> we, it was so funny because like here he goes out and he goes to the like grocery store and then all of a sudden like 30 minutes has passed and he's not back yet and we're like wait like where the hell is he so then of course we like track him whatever no he like went rendezvous like whatever and we're just like and so we're texting we're like we need it now like we're cooking like this is not like your adventure time you know like and if you want adventure go buy your own car like because we yeah you're not driving driving mine and you're not going to the grocery store for me anymore either. <laughs> yeah. no. no. That was a go get butter and come back now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally. And it was something like butter. Like it was some it was literally something like that. That was like uh thirty minutes later, we kind of needed it. Oh, guess what? This food doesn't taste right. Like, yeah. like but it yeah. but it was. It was. It was one I mean, those were the days. Yeah. When you didn't get tracked. And people had pagers and people had like you know, I never had a pager. You never got a pager. Never had a pager. Oh, I did. I don't know why. 
I don't know why I had a pager because I don't know who would be paging me. Yeah, I never had a pager and I didn't get a cell phone until I was a junior in college. Okay. Because, and it was actually my, I had gotten engaged. Okay. And I was driving back and forth, you know, two or three hours each direction. Okay. To see my fiance. And that's the reason I got a cell phone. Huh. Never had one before that. Interesting. <laughs> Look at you, rogue. I know. Not conforming to the norms. Yeah, but I was just, you know, <laughs> that was just the times, right? You know? Well, I, I do remember when I got <laughs> oh, I got a pager and my first thing was, what do I do with it? Yeah. You like, like there wasn't, like, same thing, like you get your phone and you go, who am I supposed to call? Yeah. What do I do? Well, how old were you when you got a pager? Um, I got it for eighth grade graduation as a bribe for my dad for communication. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was like his attempt to try and still, um, have some kind of importance in my life where there was none. Yeah. And, um, and he, you know, like it was graduation. And so he, you know, like there was obviously ties to, well, I will get you a pager, but you have to still talk to me and blah, 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 blah. So, what was really good is that my mom didn't like that, so she got me a cell phone like six months later. <laughs> so I didn't have to like worry about that. So I was a yeah. I was a freshman in high school when my mom got me um, a cell phone, and a lot of it was because she worked late nights. Um, yeah. She did she did uh, re- rehabilitation for adolescents, and um, so she very much was late night. If she had to, like, be stuck in traffic trying to pick me up or whatever. I mean, there were many a times that I would walk two, three miles home after yeah. school, you know, just because that's mom couldn't come pick you up, man. It's fine. Yeah. But then when it was dark, it was like sit there and wait. And then you did the collect call and you're like, mom, come pick me up. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm done with virus. Like, like, and then, like, you just, it's like, and then you hang up. a minute because it's crazy expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, exactly. There was, there was no $40 a month plans then. No. <laughs> For unlimited. No, there yeah, was not. No. And it, you still had to punch like... You have a collect two, call two, from... Two, two, three, 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 four, four to send a text. Yeah. <laughs> Most people don't even know what I'm talking about. Oh, I am aware. <laughs> I am aware. I love texting it. was really cool when it came out. Oh my God, so cool. Yeah. It was It was very cool, but it, was, it would take... It was, you would just say hi, and that took you at least... Yeah. do 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 do, do. said <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like you know so like hi how are you but like now people send massive paragraphs right just because they swipe they people. send yeah with all the paragraphs they're sending to people they might as well write, write a fucking book right i'm just saying yeah go good. create people go create go write a book or text message whatever <laughs> If you have experienced another episode of Embracing the Wild, please go out and embrace your inner wild by creating things. Anything, really. Just create. Just do it. Just do it. Go. Go.